From Moses, the Midwest Organic and Sustainable Education Service, this is the In Her Boots podcast, a show about women cultivating the sustainable and organic agriculture movement and how she does it. My name is Lisa Kiverest, and I founded and lead the award-winning Moses In Her Boots project, providing training, resources, and support for women farmers. I'm a farmer myself, running in serendipity with my family in Wisconsin, and am the author of Soil Sisters, a toolkit for women farmers. The In Her Boots podcast celebrates the collaborative spirit of us women farmers and all women working to transform our food system and steward our land, sharing ideas and inspiration with each other. Whether you're a woman with a dream of starting your own farm or already have your hands deep in the soil, there's something for you here. Be sure to subscribe so you won't miss anything. We're continuing with Jennifer Nelson of Humble Pie Flower Farm in Wisconsin, diving into connecting and balancing our farm business with prioritizing family. Spoiler alert, there's no master secret here and it's all about keeping communication lines open and enjoying the moment with no regrets. Jennifer Nelson and her husband co-own Humble Pie Flower Farm in Plum City, Wisconsin, and she also serves as an organic specialist for Moses. Jennifer loves a bright, beautiful sunflower, being outside with her young son, and growing, cooking, and eating good food. So we are here today with Jennifer Nelson of Humble Pie Farm, talking about a topic often of interest to women farmers in particular, of that life balance and integrating <laughs> family and and you're totally done with that, right? Like check done. Oh yeah, yeah. Achieve nirvana, it. and okay, we'll end this thing right now. No, I'm, I'm fully realized, <laughs> and I'm not we, tired at all. Yeah, <laughs> we all agree it's a journey and learning curve. However, I would uh, be first in line to say you are a real inspiration in this category because you've put a lot of thought into your priorities mm-hmm. and wanting both the farming side and very much also wanting and prioritizing your family, your young son, your husband, etc. And realizing it's always a give and take, right? And not perfect. But but that does yes. make a difference. No regrets, right? Right. That's so right. how old is your son now? He's five. Earl. Earl. Earl is five. So Earl Oakley. So young, but you've still had some time under the the farm belt to uh <laughs> see how this is all going. Yeah. Well, thank you for saying that. That is that was a nice thing to say, Lisa. And I um yeah, he he's hilarious. It's funny because he this every season we see what he's capable of and more of what he um wants to do. Right now he if you ask him what he wants to be when he grows up, he says a grain farmer. A grain farmer? A grain farmer. Oh, sure. Like, you know, and, and then corn and you know, corn and soybean. <laughs> Yeah, boy. <laughs> Which is so funny. But, it, you know, it's about the machinery and it's oh, about yeah, the, they like, do a grinding. Bit. They have cooler tools. Oh, yeah. totally. Those combines, man. They're, <laughs> they're something. But he was Earl born, obviously, when you were already farming. Mm-hmm. He was born the, the same year. The same year we started our farm business. Oh, he was no born way. in 2013. Really? Yeah. Well, we, st- we uh, like, incorporated and all that in 2012 and then really got started in 2013. Yeah, so it was a little crazy. 
Um, but but I mean, kind of perfect, why not, right? <laughs> kind of perfect for yeah. us. Yeah, we farmed. My joke is that we were we were incubating at that time at Gardens of Vegan, and we farmed by the baby monitor because his <laughs> his room, you know, he'd be sleeping, and then we'd be out in our field, which was just within range. It was like nine hundred feet or something. Oh, that's hilarious! Just within yeah, range of the baby monitor. You don't hear yeah. that one too often. Yeah. Really so, but close. <laughs> he was he he came. You were farming. You entered yeah. parenthood. And farming them, mm-hmm. knowing that they were both going to be parts of your life. Yeah. And I feel really thankful um, that I got to, you know, I, I really got to be, my, Mike, my husband was working full time for, for the other farm, um, but we lived on that farm. So he would like come and have lunch with us and stuff. And he was available to us, you know, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> he was in the around. water. He yeah. was in the watermelon field. So I feel, you know, I love being a parent, but I also really enjoy working and talking to other adults and, you know, having my own things going on. Yeah. So really, so we started out really small and then we just kind of grew with each year pretty, pretty exponentially. I mean, like I said, the flower movement has really grown and so it was kind of wide open. So we were able to really, um, you know, have some great benefits from that. Um, and then when we when we moved um, when we bought our place in Western Wisconsin in 2015, I took a full time job at Moses as an organic specialist, and and that was a wonderful opportunity and very you know key to our success in moving over here. But it was a rough year of working full time for Moses in the office and farming. <laughs> Well, and you working were, you my were other full-time job. And yeah, right. you had a Earl was what a toddler then. Yeah, so he was two and a half when we moved over here. So then my husband and I switched roles. So then Mike was home with him. Um, so it was just a really, really big transition for our whole family. And yeah. and and I was just really exhausted by the end of that year. And so we kind of like took stock and you know um, made some choices. And I then submitted a proposal to Moses to become a contractor working mostly remotely and and thankfully that was approved and um and so then I was able to do that and still you know have my foot in the community and be able to you know do some of this beginning farmer organizing work that I really enjoy and also be on the farm, be available to the farm full time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. I mean, it has to hit so many buttons all around of you had work you like to do mm-hmm. and working obviously for an organization like Moses that can appreciate situations and be flexible and yes. have the ability to be flexible and having another side of your life that you wanted to literally have your fingers in of the soil and the flowers and the farm, mm-hmm. uh, and but but what's important though is you really sensed when you needed to make some changes, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's always a question that comes up, particularly amongst honestly younger women or women who yeah. are into the farming side, but they might see kids in their future or want to mm-hmm. see kids in their future, and it's always the already how can I make this all work? Mm-hmm. And from your story, you don't really know, right? You try things, 
you try things when an opportunity totally. for like really the perfect job for you came up at Moses. But yeah, there's mm-hmm. consequences. You got to mm-hmm. commute. It takes more time, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But had you not tried it, you wouldn't be in the situation you are now where you, you do have the best of all of it. Not to say it's any super easy, but I mean, yeah. you, you have, you've managed to massage and blend things in a way that suit where you want to be. Right. That's a really good way to put it. You know, I, I, um, I, I think in talking to people that are getting started farming, I try to be very, you know, without being negative, um, my, my farm dream looks very different now from when I was in farm beginnings and that was like 2010, you know, so eight years ago when I was first thinking about doing this, this, the reality of where I'm at now looks very different. Some of it's been really hard. Some of it's been really wonderful i mean it's all been really you know life yeah that's all life is right Uh like you're dynamic we're dynamic people and we and i think that that you know there's there's some you know if if you have like your five your five like like do this as a beginning farmer do this as a woman farmer like i would say your top one would always be take care of yourself and know Mm, yourself so important yeah mentally and physically because i'm you know i'm i'm an older mama and i'm i you know i'm 43 this year and i yeah i just i need to be careful i'm not able to do what i used to do physically i'm not able to like pound out those 16 hour days. I just, I can't do it. My body can't do it. And, and I, and nor do I want to, I mean, yeah. I, I want to, we're wiser too. I know. I want like to make to supper for my family. Like the reason, part of the reason we farm, this is something that is so like ironic, right? You know, and I know a lot of other farm, farmer, farm hers know this, like we were, we were eating frozen pizza like <laughs> yep. two nights a week during the farming season, which may still happen, you know, whatever you do the best you can. But I like to cook and I like good food and I want to have a quality relationship with my family. Yeah. So, so I really, I'm, I'm really thankful that Moses is an organization that, that supports that and, and has shown that. And that, I mean, that has been key to our success really because it helps pay the bills too i've still got student loans that i'm paying on you know and and there's that whole thing so um but then also i think tweaking our business plan and our and our like evolving with our business plan we don't you don't have to do all the things like you want to be able to make money but you don't have to be everywhere and you don't have to be everything and i think that's been a good you know something that i'm still learning you're saying from the original business plan you wrote even pre-Earl sort of, right? When you went through the... Yeah, well, or- right. Yeah. And even when we started out, you know, when you start your business, I think this is true of any small business. Like you want to you wanna grasp as many markets as you can. You want to make as many connections as you can because you're not quite sure what, you know, you, you have to be diverse. Mm-hmm. Like I think that is definitely true of any like successful small business, you've got to be, you got to have a little bit, you know, you can't just be, you have all your eggs in one basket. Um, but I think, you know, then kind of honing where you're at, like honing what, what is really important to you, what you need to hold on to, what you need to let go of, yeah. all of those things, how many so, employees you need, you know, that's kind of where we were at. Right. Because um, in your situation too, you're saying with the growth of the local flower movement, you could clearly grow faster Mm-hmm. bigger yes 
with the market demand, but you're making conscious decisions that this is the right scale for us now. Is that right? Yeah. Right. And that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of where we're at now. And, you know, I mean, farming is risky. Like there's so many variables. There's the weather, there's the markets, you know, and and we're working in a system where, you know, inexpensive is best. And that's (laughs) not what supports small quality, thoughtful, sustainable goods, you know, or services or products. And so, so I, I think that that is a piece of it is just like finding, you know, finding your way within that can be challenging. And I think too, you know, like we touched on this, um, earlier, um, somebody said to me once, like, you know, people would always say, are you finding balance? Are you finding balance? And I said, there, like, there isn't really balance. And I think that's kind of true. And that's kind of been freeing for me. And I don't mean that like in a super negative way. I just, during the season, we are just getting by. We're, we're, you know, we're harvesting flowers. We're making bouquets. We're delivering those flowers. We're feeding our child. We're making sure he's healthy and, you know, gets a bath. Once every two weeks. <laughs> hey, you're good. I know, right? Um, you know, just like it's 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 just really busy. Mm-hmm. But that's okay with us because then we get to be together during the winter and we get to go slower and we get to sleep in and sleep more and we kind of get to define our own schedule. And now as he's getting ready for kindergarten – that's where, or getting to the age where he would be, he could be enrolled in kindergarten. That's kind of where we're like, how do we structure this to fit into modern life and, you know, but also support our small business and our family values. And I think every family is there, you know. Yeah, but too, in your situation between the farming and being in a contractor position and really running your own show, there's more flexibility there. Yes, I love that. I totally love that. It's challenging because then, you know, if it's going to get done, you have to do it. And you know <laughs> oh, how yeah. this works, Oh, yeah, right? like, yeah, that. You have to be self-motivated and you pay the price <laughs> if you procrastinate. <laughs> Got it. I'm going to write that one down. Pay price, procrastinate. Awesome. And then can you call me like every yeah, two well, days? But I'll, yeah, I'll text it to you. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. Thanks for listening to our In Her Boots podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Kiverest, with the Moses In Her Boots project. This episode's audio engineer was Liam Kiverest of TechSocket.net. The podcast was brought to you by the Midwest Organic and Sustainable Education Service, Moses. The mission of Moses is to educate, inspire, and empower farmers to thrive in a sustainable organic system of agriculture. For more information on Moses, In Her Boots, and a bounty of organic resources, check out mosesorganic.org.